Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Madison Scarlett, and you're listening to Hey 20s. So for today's episode, this is probably the most jovial that you're going to see me throughout the entire video, um, because today's episode talks about sexual assault. I'm not going to go into any detail, but if that's not what you're looking to listen to or, or hear about, then of course, please click off. Hopefully, I'll see you next week. Um, but this is your fair warning. That being said, I literally don't have an introduction. I don't know how to start this off. Like, how does one just begin speaking about sexual assault? I don't know what to say for this. Um, other than I have been sexually assaulted. And excluding all the times where I have been sexually violated for someone else's control, sexual pleasure, um, domination, ridicule even, excluding all those times, excluding all the times that would not hold up in a court of law, the incident that I'm talking about where I was molested happened when I was about, I think, 10 years old, maybe nine, nine or 10, but young, very young. I think I was about 10 because it took me about a year to finally say something. I didn't say a goddamn word. It took about another year for it to go to court, um, which was very traumatizing, which was like one of the most traumatizing experiences ever. And just remember feeling like very, um, ooh, I don't like these feelings. (laughs) I don't like them. No, no, I don't like them. Um, I, maybe I should explain why it is that I'm talking about this today. I want to talk about this because it's something that I think about every single day. I think about it at least, at least, at least, at least once a day. But I, I would say in actuality, it's probably closer to like five to 15 times a day. Like it's just like pops in my mind. Like, Oh, remember that? Remember that? Do you remember that? Oh, you don't? Let me remind you that something awful happened. Um, That's the way my brain likes to operate. And I'm sure that there are plenty of people who feel the same, who have lived through a very traumatic experience and who can't let it go. And so why I'm talking about this has a lot to do with the effects that I still experience on a day-to-day basis. I'm so sick and tired of an incident that happened over 10 years ago ruling my life, dictating how I trust people, how I respond to people. I want to talk about this because it cannot have any more power over me. I'm done. This is me releasing it out into the goddamn universe and giving it away because this is not my burden to hold on to. I did not commit this crime and I don't mean like a legal crime but a literal like Uh, an ethical crime to a child like to rip away a child's innocent in that moment it was gone it was gone it was gone and I felt so much pain because of that and it's affected the way that I trust people the way I respond to people the way I, I interpret situations how I defend myself the fact that I am so over defensive and I know I'm not the only one who's ever experienced this I know way too many women in particular, but also boys. They just don't talk about it as much. 
I really do think it happens as often to girls as it does to boys or boys as often as it does to girls they just don't say anything but I know this is happening all the time and I cannot be the only one holding on to this baggage that's literally taking all of their energy away I learned in that very instant that people are not to be trusted and that this world is a very scary place and it's unsafe and if you're not careful and if you're not constantly protecting yourself then you will get hurt. The way that it's affected me is that I I want control and like I just said earlier is the way that I react and respond and interpret situations. I have such a need for control because I'm afraid of being powerless I'm afraid of feeling helpless because I've felt that feeling before that was the first time I really 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 ever felt that way and if I can control everything if I can control what you think about me how you feel about me what you do what you say towards me then I have the power right that's what makes sense I have the power and that and then you can't hurt me some people I've noticed tend to go um, one extreme or the other So let's say, for example, I say that I don't like you because you're stupid. One person may go, well, really there's three ways, but I I feel that people tend to go one extreme or the other. Someone may succumb to that. Oh my God, they think I'm stupid. I know. I think that I'm stupid. Oh my God, everyone thinks that I'm stupid. I must be really stupid. I'm so dumb. Whatever. Other people, they just don't accept it. Other people are like, what's your opinion? I don't think I'm dumb. I think I'm actually quite smart, but you can think whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't say anything about me and who I am. That's your opinion. And then there's me. Then there's the other extreme. And I know we exist. I I know you guys. We do this all the time. I'm stupid. You're stupid. You think I'm stupid? I'll show you why I'm not stupid. And like we fight and we fight and we fight and we fight. And I will beat you into submission. And you're going to believe what I believe. Because then I'm safe. And if I can control you, then I'm safe. Because you're not going to think, say, or do anything that will hurt me or that can hurt me. This is also why some people are so defensive. You know, the ones that are always kind of like on the attack over any kind of perceived criticism like they are ready to cut you because they have been traumatized and whatever is coming up for them they're being triggered and to me I think that the reason why they're so defensive is because that's how they've learned how to cope they weren't protected and so they they learned how to protect themselves they weren't given a space the space or the opportunity to express themselves or to heal or they weren't told that you know I know this hurt and I know that this happened to you but it's not your fault you're going to be okay everything's going to be okay like that kind of support that we need to come out of a very traumatic experience and so we can heal from it we can find some kind of lesson in it rather than succumb to it or let it affect us in the way that it it rules us I'm I let this situation that happened to me so long ago rule me because I am so defensive and protective over myself like you cannot hurt me no way no way if you do or if I get like the sense that I'm going to be hurt or that I'm being in a very vulnerable position let's go (laughs) I'm gonna fight and a lot of people are like that 
it's not to say that they have been sexually assaulted. You know, that's not the point I'm trying to make, but it, it just means that they've experienced some kind of trauma and that's their way of coping. That's their way of healing. You can't blame someone for holding themselves up together as best as they can. I always resonated with this one line. I think it was from Grey's Anatomy, actually. Um, and one of the characters said that they were being held together by tape and glue. That always really stuck with me. And you know people like that who have been hurt and they're being held together with tape and glue and they're doing everything that they can and they're very fragile. And those are sometimes the most aggressive people. The most defensive people, the most combative, argumentative people because they're trying to protect themselves. Because they've been in a situation where they weren't protected and it was awful. And they're going to do everything they can to stay far, far, far away from that situation. And so my problem and the whole purpose of this podcast is to be vulnerable. But that's my very issue. Is letting go and allowing myself to be vulnerable and finding strength in that vulnerability. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because my need for control has become so crippling. Control and perfectionism are one and the same. I need to control everything. It has to be perfect because if it's perfect and if I can control what you're thinking and feeling about me, then it won't be anything bad and thus it won't hurt me. Obviously, none of this is true, but that's how it feels. And so when I sit down and I try to record or I try to talk and be fucking real and not read off a script and sound like some kind of phony, I have a really tough time. I have a really hard time. And so I lost all the motivation that I originally had when I created this. And in efforts to regain that back, I had to go to my roots and and remind myself, like, what was the purpose for this? There was a reason why I'm putting myself out there and, and why do I want to connect with people? What's the whole point? And the point is, I'm trying, I, the way I speak to you guys is the way that I would have liked to be spoken to when I was 17 and lost. When I was 17 and angry. I'm trying to be the person that I wish I had when I was young and confused. And, you know, right now actually looking back, maybe I I did have people like this. I just wasn't willing to accept it or maybe their delivery was off and so I wasn't receptive to it. Like I'm willing to say that because I had some beautiful supporters and some amazing people in my life who really gave a shit but I was still missing something I was still lost I was still confused and I was still angry this is a message not only to myself but to you listening you can let go I mean it's good to be diligent and to be aware but you don't have to be the person that I was and build up all of these walls and be afraid to connect with people and be afraid to let people in and fight the way you wish someone would have fought for you when you were younger. Because I think that's really what it comes down to. I fight the way, I fight bloody hard the way I wish someone would have fought for me when I was younger. So anybody listening who's in the same position, who's holding on to traumas from the past and hurting themselves time and time again you don't need to you can if you really want to if you're not ready to move forward that's okay too I've definitely been in that position but I can't control what you think about me anymore 
I can't. That's not a fight that I want to participate in. I just took a break to make cookies. If you can see the tray in the background, if you're listening to this and not watching, then this whole segment is pointless. Um, But I needed a second to take care of myself and do something nice. So I make cookies. They're delicious. And I've, I've kind of covered why I made this episode for me. But I also care about each and every one of you listening. Um, and if I can encourage you to take anything away from this episode, it is to question how you show up in a new relationship or in conflict, how you show up with people, how you present yourself. And ask yourself, why do I show up that way? Is there room for improvement? What's holding me back? What's preventing me? What's some of the baggage and the trauma that I bring to a new relationship? How is it preventing you from moving forward? And being the best version of yourself or being the happiest version of yourself. Because you deserve all those things. You deserve good things to happen to you. And you don't have to hold on to the past and the trauma that you experienced X amount of, X amount of years ago. That, that's them winning. That's the bad experience winning. And that light shines a hell of a lot brighter than darkness. And you are that light. It might not feel that way. I've not felt that way most of my life until now. I was in that darkness and I was sad about being in that darkness and wondering like why is it that I don't have the friends and the relationships and the life that I want. Only now when I've begun to break down those walls and really make an effort in connecting with people and being vulnerable have I established relationships and connections that matter. This is the first time, really, that I feel seen and I feel validated and acknowledged for who I am instead of who I'm pretending to be. You are worthy of all of those things. So like I said, I I encourage you to do a little bit of self-reflection, to ask, how do I show up? How am I presenting to people? Am I guarded? Am I scared of being hurt? Why am I scared of being hurt? Who hurt me? What hurt me? How can I move forward? Because I'm still learning. Like I, I don't have all the answers. But the first thing truly was, is to acknowledge yourself first. First and foremost, acknowledge your, your struggles, where your limitations are, who you want to be. Lately, I, I've been waking up in the morning. When I wake up, I ask myself, who do I want to be today? What do I want? Because there's an end goal. There's like the final version of Madison that I see that I want to be and, um, noticing the discrepancies in my life and trying to hold myself accountable without shame also and something that I think is even more important is figure out what you believe in whether that be psychology neuroscience spirituality religion god I I don't know what what makes you tick what you believe in what your faith is in but there's faith and I, I again I don't mean actually in the religious sense just you have to have faith in something even faith in yourself faith in mother nature faith in in the environment in energy the reason why I talk about faith being so important and again in anything it could be just faith in people and relationships it's important because it takes all of that pressure and that ownership off of you and you can give it away to someone or something else for me lately, it, it's been spirituality and it's just been like, I'm throwing it out there. I'm giving off the energy that I want back instead of re-traumatizing myself and keeping myself stuck. Like attracts like. And what I'm thinking about will attract only more horrible instances or, or it, it's going to reshape my brain into a way that I, I don't want it to be. 
I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be traumatized constantly. And I'm sure you don't want to feel that way either. So even if you don't believe in anything that you can't see or quantify or research, even though I'd recommend checking out Joe Dispenza who does research on this and blends science and spirituality in a perfect way, even if you just believe in relationships, then have faith that if you confide in someone and that you can lean on someone that they are willing to help you and that people can be good and that they are good might not be someone within your personal life could be a counselor could be um, a mental health professional someone that you can lean on who can share this burden with you who can say hey yeah I got this we'll carry this baggage together until we're ready to let it go because that's a really liberating a really freeing feeling folks I think that's all for me today thanks so much for allowing me to speak my truth and to listening if you are still listening I don't know um, this has been a really liberating experience. Like I, I truly feel free. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I will see you next week. Stay happy, stay healthy. Bye-bye.